Hello and welcome to another edition of Addition. I'm your host, Adi Adabusi. I'm a product manager at Microsoft, a mathematician, a futurist, tech optimist, artist and creator, and I'm here every day, Monday through Friday, bringing you the news, the hot topics in tech, some career advice, an update on the markets, and let you know what I'm geeked out about this week. So before I get into all of the news and updates, Go ahead and like this video if you're watching on YouTube. If you see an upgrade in my makeup, that is 100% thanks to TikTok. Thank you, TikTok influencers. So I appreciate you all who watch me on YouTube. Leave a comment. I'm going to be discussing some very controversial things in this episode, and I want to hear your feedback. You can also subscribe to the Substack to get all of these podcasts as well as show notes directly in your email inbox. That's editionpodcast.substack.com. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify or Google Podcasts, please leave me a five-star review. This helps the podcast reach more people. And if you want more people to get this information, share, like, subscribe, follow, all of that. You can follow me on TikTok and Instagram at Edition with Addy. And you can follow me on Twitter at Edition Pod for show announcements, as well as my personal Twitter at Addy Adabusi. Okay. So now that we got that out of the way, let's get into the markets. If you can't see me right now, I'm putting my hand on my forehead and falling back in dismay. The markets are terrible. Oh my goodness. Bitcoin is at 23,267, down 26%. Ethereum is at 1,229, down 34%. And both of those are over the past seven days. So, wow, oh my goodness, crypto crash. S&P 500, in the past five days, it's down 8.23% and 20% year to date. The NASDAQ is down 9.6% in the past five days, down 30% year to date. Okay, so this is a significant crash and correction in the market. So I'm gonna take this time to remind you all of my investment principles and I, I will link the episode where I talked about my investment principles as well as the episode as how I recession-proof my life. So investing best practices. You should be investing at a minimum of a five to 10 year time horizon. If you need to use that money within the next five years, it should not be invested. Put it in a certificate of deposit, put it in a savings account, do not invest it. In a, in a time horizon shorter than five years. That becomes trading, in my opinion, and you're going to be making movements on your portfolio based on what's going on in the market. For example, right now, maybe some of you are thinking about panic selling because the market's dropping. That's why I said five to 10 year time horizon. Again, I'm not a financial advisor. These are just the principles that I use for myself. Only invest what you can afford to lose. So that's a different amount for everybody. So some of you all remembered that I put 10% of my net worth in crypto in, I would say maybe January or February. So 10% of my portfolio is down significantly. That being said, because of my age and because of the overall size of my portfolio, that if crypto goes to zero right now, my life does not change. It really doesn't. Um, depending on the size of your portfolio, 10% must be a maybe a ridiculous amount to put in a speculative asset. 
Um, and that was just the amount I chose for my risk tolerance. Um, but only invest what you can afford to lose. Only invest what you can afford to lose. Only invest what you can afford to lose and be really very real about what you can afford to lose. Okay? When I say afford to lose, I mean it never recovers. A lot of people invest money that they can't afford to lose because they they can't afford their life, so they need this money to double, triple, etc. for them to survive. That is a terrible way to approach investing. Okay. Only invest in what you understand. I regret not investing in crypto when I first heard about it, but it took me that many years for me to actually understand crypto. Stocks, I invested as soon as I could start investing because I took a lot of economics and finance classes in college, so I understood stocks. For some people, they only understand real estate. For some people, they only understand art. But make sure whatever you're investing in, you fully understand. And let's say you don't understand any investments. Seek help from a fiduciary financial advisor. So a fee-based financial advisor. So someone that you pay an amount every time you meet with them, not someone who takes a portion of your portfolio, okay? So those are my investing best practices during this time. Again, I am not a financial advisor, um, so talk to one. If you are really feeling stressed, uncertain, like, first of all, you're not alone. Almost every single asset except housing and maybe cars, and I think I've heard that those have started softening a bit, are down. So you're not the only one that's down right now. Corporations are down right now. Think about how much Tesla and MicroStrategy invested into Bitcoin in this past year near the all-time highs. They're down. So this is not a reflection of your intelligence. This is not a reflection of your investment strategy. This is just what markets do. They go up and they go down. So I highly recommend seeking a financial, a fee-based financial advisor. I will link XY Planning. Um, it's basically a directory of fee-based fiduciary financial advisors that are targeting the Gen Y or Millennial and Gen X generation. Um, so you can at least start there if you don't know where to look for financial advice. Also. I happen to have um, most of my portfolio with Fidelity. They offer a free service that gives you financial advice and suggestions. Your company may have free financial advisors. So definitely, if you're freaking out, this is your first recession. I mean, it's mine too, but I just happen to be a personal finance person. Um, reach out to them because this is definitely scary times. Okay, let's go into the hot topics in tech. Crypto, again, another disaster. So this is from Coindesk. Crypto lending service Celsius pauses withdrawals, citing extreme market conditions. So I have linked the article from Coindesk as well as the blog post that Celsius wrote to their community with this announcement. So I quote from the Coindesk article, Crypto lending service Celsius announced early Monday it would pause withdrawals, citing extreme market conditions. The company announced it would also pause its swap and transfer products, according to blog posts. It did not provide a timeline for resuming withdrawals. 
We are working with a singular focus to protect and preserve assets to meet our obligations to customers. Our ultimate objective is stabilizing liquidity and restoring withdrawals. Swaps and transfers between accounts as quickly as possible. There is a lot of work ahead as we consider various options. This process will take time and there may be delays. Wow. Okay. So if you don't understand what a crypto lending service or DeFi service is, basically it's uh, where you deposit money. They promise uh, an interest rate that you will get gain on your money and they lend out that money to other people. So, and typically when you give them the money, it converts into a crypto that is owned by the company. That's their, their token and that's, and they will reward you in that crypto. So them saying withdrawals are paused, basically all the people right now who are seeing crypto crashing saying, Hey, I want to get my money out of this speculative DeFi project and move it back into either crypto on my cold storage wallet or crypto in my Coinbase or Gemini, or just change it for cash. Or let's say I wanna swap my Celsius coin into Bitcoin or something else. You can't do any of that right now. And it's paused indefinitely. I don't see this as being that different from robbery. This is crazy. This is completely crazy. And it is not helping with the crypto markets at all. I've seen some takes on this like, oh, Celsius is not DeFi and, you know, this shouldn't be seen as representative of the whole crypto community. That does not matter at this point. Like, you guys were letting Celsius advertise on your websites, your newsletters, your YouTube channel. You were endorsing this and now people are literally not able, they, they've just lost all of their money. So this I do not see as okay. And I know I said, it's good that crypto's in a bear market or a down market right now because it's gonna get rid of all of the scammers in the industry. I did not realize how many there were. So it is kind of shocking to me at this point to see that there are so many scams and blatant frauds in crypto. And maybe that's naive of me, but I guess I just saw like, oh, developers are experimenting there. I was just looking at the innovation in finance, which is something that I deeply believe in. I deeply believe that financial markets need innovation. But meanwhile, I was only investing in Bitcoin and Ethereum for the most part, maybe throwing a few dollars here and there at other coins. I was not using DeFi. I've never endorsed DeFi um, because because of this reason, I don't necessarily trust it yet, but this is not good and crypto is going to have to come back from this. Okay, another controversial topic. I need to address what's going on with Sheryl Sandberg and her investigation right now. So I listened to this Wall Street Journal podcast in the mornings. Uh, it's called Tech News Briefing and the title today was Meta or Facebook investigate Sandberg's use of Facebook corporate resources. And they are basically saying that Cheryl was using her corporate resources. And for an executive at a company like Facebook, these are significant resources like a private jet, I'm sure, you know, an Amex with no limit, things like that to plan her wedding. 
So before I get into this, I'm going to say it is very possible that Sheryl Sandberg did this and, you know, this is not okay. But my initial reaction to this is, wow, this is very gendered that um, she's being attacked specifically for using company resources for her wedding. That seems like a very gendered, stereotypical situation. Okay. I also think about how many episodes of Mad Men I watched with where the secretaries for the account executives, the executives of the marketing firm were buying their daughter's graduation gifts, were cleaning their homes, like basically, um, I, I just feel like it's almost expected at this point for executives for their staff to manage like also their personal calendar as well as their business calendar and like so i'm it's a little surprising to me that she's getting called out for this considering that this is i would i would call it a pretty common practice and i also think about how many executives at companies that have had questionable practices, for example, Adam Newman and WeWork, and the fact that he just raised tens of millions of dollars for his new startup. And seemingly there are no consequences. So this just, this coupled with the press coverage of the Glossier CEO, Emily Weiss. Um, so the New York Times wrote an article Glossier, Emily Weiss, among the last of the girl bosses, stepped down. A lot of people were very critical of that headline. Um, did she needed to? Did she need to be called a girl boss? Um, among the last of the girl bosses, does that mean that there is like a short time frame of women CEOs and leaders, and now it's coming to an end? Very weird. So, considering the press coverage of women executives. Considering that Cheryl just stepped down, and I'll link to the article where I talked about her stepping down, she's saying that her stepping down is not associated with this investigation at all. It really makes me feel like we've gone 10 step backwards in terms of, in so many areas. And I'm not going to get too specific because this is not like a political podcast, but women in tech, women in leadership, I do feel like we are under threat and scrutiny right now and this is this i'm just sharing this to know that this is the atmosphere that we are in right now okay so let's get to this career segment that was a lot of negative news and my career segment is to say don't let the negative news stop you from pursuing your career goals so still apply for new jobs and and keep interviewing if that's what you're doing right now still ask for a raise or promotion if that's what you're planning on doing and that you have justification for it. Still negotiate your salary if you are interviewing and at the offer stage. Don't let what's going on the market affect you and your personal goals because more than now more than ever, you need that job that pays more. You need to negotiate your salary because everyone's portfolio is down, so you need to make up for it with cash. So don't let these, what the news make you feel like, I'm not going to apply for a tech job, I'm not going to move companies, things like that, because it is very possible that 
you will be setting yourself up for a better situation. And especially if you're in a mission critical position, you know, everyone's still going to need a controller or an accountant or, and people are still going to need software developers. Like as long as you have value in the marketplace, continue as if the market is the same. Don't let the market scare you. And that's the same with investing. Don't, Again, use a financial advisor, but don't stop investing in the market because the market's down. That's actually the best time to invest in the market. Okay, so what am I geeked out about this week? So this evening, I'm going to be interviewing Reginald Campbell, who is a senior engineering manager at SurveyMonkey. And so we're going to chat about his career. Um, let me know if you have any questions for him. So um, I'm recording that interview at 6 p.m. Eastern today. So... If it's after that, don't bother commenting, but um, I'm looking forward to having another interview. And if you would like to be interviewed on the podcast, if you have an interesting career story to share and you want to put yourself out there, uh, email me, editionpod at gmail.com. Okay, well, I hope you have a great weekend. Or, whoop, I'm already at Friday. Okay, I hope you have a great week, great start to your week, and I'll see you tomorrow.